Hi there, this is Peter Bergman. It's Friday, October 14th, 2011. Time for the Radio Free Oz Daily Podcast. Well, the bully boys, the misogynists in the House of Representatives have done it again, and this time they've gone just too far. The House of Representatives on Thursday passed a controversial anti-abortion bill known as the, get this, Protect Life Act which was introduced by Representative Joe Pitts, he is indeed the Pitts, to bar federal money from going to health care plans that cover abortion. Of course, this already exists. The bill prohibits women from buying any health insurance plan under the Affordable Care Act that covers abortions, even though most health insurance plans do cover abortion. Now get this, here's where it really gets grisly. It also makes it legal for hospitals to deny abortions that are needed to save a woman's life if the hospital is morally opposed to abortion, talking here mainly about Catholic hospitals. The bill was passed after a day of impassioned testimony on Capitol Hill, including Representative Jackie Spire, a Democrat from California, who said she personally faced a situation where abortion was necessary to save her life. She was hemorrhaging, and without an abortion, she would have died. Well, aside from the moral issue, aside from the the compassion issue, the fact is the T-evangelicals are really screwing themselves into the ground. Here goes the GOP. They've done nothing to bring Hispanics into the party, and now they're completely alienating women. There are women who are anti-abortion that still do not trust this kind of savage misogyny. The GOP is going to pay the price. Eric Cantor led the fight. What a twerp. You don't think those guys are going to go for it again? Go after the Hispanics, the blacks, the women, the anything but them. Well then, my dear friends, everything you know is wrong. Here's how fakakta the GOP are right now. Herman Cain surges ahead in the polls. A new economist, YouGov poll, finds Herman Cain leading the Republican presidential field with 33% followed by Mitt Romney at 18%, Rick Perry at 10%, Newt Gingrich at 9%, Ron Paul at 7%, Huntsman at 4%, and Michelle Bachman is all the way down to 3%. Okay, you think this is an outlier? Well, there's another poll just recently come out with uh, Mr. Kane at 28%, Romney at 18%, Perry at 10%, and on down the line. The T-Evangelicals love Herman Cain. Why? Because he's a complete naive. Because he has no voting record whatsoever. He's not responsible for Romney care. He has never let immigrant children go to school so they can be educated. He doesn't owe $500,000 to Tiffany. He's totally clean and... He's an economic genius with a plan. I'm talking nine, nine, nine. Where did Herman come up with a nine, nine, nine? Well, uh, there already is a nine, nine plan out there in a land called Sim City. Long before Kane was running for president and getting attention for his 999 plan, the residents of Sim City 4, which was released in 2003, this is a very famous video game in which you build cities and also administer 
Well, the people in SimCity 4 were living under a system where the default tax rate was 9% for commercial taxes, 9% for industrial taxes, and 9% for residential taxes. That is, of course, if you didn't use the cheat codes to get unlimited money and avoid taxes altogether. Now, that's the kind of cheat that the GOP have been trying to put into effect for, what, two, three, ten years? Bob and his fantasy curling club have gone down to Transfat Tony's for a late-night snack. Waitress, I'll have a retro rack of dip ribs and a tub of blimp shrimp. Give me a basket of chicken fried fries and a platter of bacon bombs. I'll have the house salad with the water and vinegar dressing. Easy on the vinegar. What's the matter, Bob? Lost your appetite? Doctor's orders. My cholesterol is over the moon. Maybe your doctor knows best, Bob. Or maybe he hasn't heard about plaque attack. Plaque attack? The new cholesterol buster from You Bought the Pharmaceuticals. Each tab of plaque attack is a monoclonal cluster bomb of nanoplasties that kicks the ass of every nasty artifact playing hooky inside your coronary arteries. Can I go back to supersizing? You can pig out to your heart's content, Bob, and plaque attack will pump out the pathogens. Are there side effects? Of course. You'll experience noon sweats, hogwarts, porcelain stool, tongue lashes, dog gas, black and blue outs, premature emasculation, and fear of involuntary breathing. It's worth it. Plaque attack may not be for everyone, especially the uninsured. Plaque attack, a pill you can bet your life on. From You Bought the Pharmaceuticals, a deniable subdivision of U.S. Plus. U.S. Plus, we own the idea of America. And now it's time for... Reaming the President, a New Perspective. Hey, Barack, what is up with you? Early on in your first two years, one of the smartest things you did was tell the DEA that busting people for medical marijuana was at the bottom of your priorities. And they backed off, and I thought, ah, what a smart guy. How modern, how in touch, besides the fact that there are millions of people out there who use marijuana medically and recreationally, and uh, you don't want to alienate them. Well, you have. For some reason, the feds are back on the medical marijuana warpath. You're actually sending DEA agents out to bust medical marijuana clinics. Have you gone insane? Has somebody wired your brain? Or is someone else controlling the Obama administration? I just don't get it. Hey, Mr. Prez, if you want to put law enforcement to use, hey, what about the guys on Wall Street? What about the real criminals? Not the people that are trying to ease the pain of glaucoma. Not even the people that are waking and baking with Kush from wherever. I'm talking about Lloyd Blankfein, chairman of Goldman Sachs, who conspired with John Paulson, the head of Paulson and Company hedge funds, that earned, I think, a billion dollars last year, and I don't know how many billions Goldman Sachs a crap earned. They got together, as you well know, and put together these credit default swaps based on mortgages. Well, John Paulson put them together so that they were heavily weighted with toxic, crappy, non-performing mortgages. And then Goldman Sachs went out and sold them to the widows and orphans as the gold standard, the real thing, turned around and shorted them on the market. 
Both of these people should be indicted, along with all the others involved with them, and they should be on trial. And how about Jamie Dimon? Yeah, the chairman of J.P. Morgan, very, very welcome, man, in the White House. He was part of the conspiracy that brought us down in 2008. So lay off the medical marijuana, man, and Wall Street, you can be like Mr. Reagan. You can turn and say, blank fine, diamond, Paulson, tear down the Wall Street. Yes, Mr. President, take a look at the people occupying Wall Street. Hey, Mr. President, change is coming, and we want to keep the change. Okay, I got a Jones for Rick Perry. He's a fascinating guy. There's a part of him I really like. Straightforward. The only one that's willing to tell us, that, yeah, let's educate the children of illegal aliens and let's send them to college like other real Texans, which they are, etc., etc., which has completely destroyed him. Well, Perry's wife says that God called Rick to run. Ooh, now there's an endorsement that Mitt Romney doesn't have. Anita Perry reflected on the rough month her husband Rick Perry has endured on the campaign trail and suggested he was being targeted for his evangelical Christian faith. Well, yeah, putting together a Save America gathering of 30,000 people in a Houston <laughs> stadium uh, flanked on stage by some of the nutcases of the world right? Well, maybe he is getting a tough ride for that. She said, we've been brutalized and beaten up and chewed up in the press to where I don't need this anymore. We're being brutalized by our opponents on our own party. So much of it is, I think, I look back because of his faith. He's the only true conservative. Well, she said, there are other conservatives and, and, and many feel like has, God has called them, but I truly feel we are here for that purpose. She likened her husband's decision to run to encountering a burning bush. Isn't that what's happening to our former president? A burning bush, a reference to the biblical story of Moses receiving a sign from God. What a guy this Perry is. He runs so true to form. Okay, the Des Moines Register asked him, you were a yell leader at Texas A&M. What yell would you give to urge on your campaign? And his answer, Rick Perry Liberty, Rick Perry Freedom. Freedom is working. Liberty is working. We've got to get America working again. Uh, well, he ought to do that during the next debate. He ought to get up and get everyone to do the wave and go, hey, freedom is working. Liberty is working. We got to get America working again. It, it'll actually add a little pizzazz to an otherwise totally dull campaign. He goes further. The Daily Beast reports that Rick Perry's choice of a post-New Hampshire debate, that was last Tuesday, was the Beta Alpha Omega House, which he picked instead of joining his fellow candidates at the Dartmouth Lead Arena. Quote, why did he choose the frat house? Nobody's sure. For a man who's being shellacked for his association with a controversial hunting camp, you'd think Perry's advanced team would take special care to keep him from sticky spots. But his choice of the venue was a frat house that had been kicked off campus for its own bad behavior. Dating back to 1991, the Dartmouth Beta Fraternity has been kicked off campus, reprimanded, and condemned frequently in the student newspaper, which ultimately argued for the frat's permanent removal from campus in 1996. Man, I guess they're just letting Rick Perry be Rick Perry. And if you think Mitt the Empty Suit has got this nomination wrapped up, then... Everything you know is wrong.